We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello, and today we welcome Stacey Anderson to Business Matters. Stacey, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. No problem. So Stacey is a wealth advisor at Valley First, and today we're going to talk about gifting, so not the birthday gift kind, some other type of gifting we're going to talk about. Um, so we're seeing right now a lot of Canadians are interested in, in giving some of their wealth to their family members to help them get ahead or get started so it's you know whether for home or large expenses or even a wedding um people might be curious about their options when it comes to gifting funds so um there are things to think about taxes estate planning and how it impacts finances and retirement and, all, and family dynamics on top of that as well so so let's break it down but before we jump into that i'd love to just get to know a little bit of you know uh as you're talking to your members right now um What's on their minds? What are you hearing in general? What are you hearing saying? What's the sentiment? How are they feeling? I know there's a lot of things going on in the world with interest rates and all that fun stuff, but how, how, what are you hearing right now from members? Yeah, I mean, exactly that. It, high interest rates, high inflation, things are becoming more and more unaffordable, um, concerned that their money won't last as long as they need it to. Just concerns in general about the the state of of things right now yeah it's probably common that as hence why you should be working with an advisor you can they have a sounding board they can talk those things through too as well right so exactly yes so how long have you been at valley first Stacey? i am approaching my five-year anniversary here pretty quick wow congrats yeah um what were you doing before you so if you go back five years plus what were you doing before you joined valley first yeah, so I've I've been in I prior to that I worked for what for a, a bank for about twelve years. Interesting. We're in in Kelowna as well, or is that somewhere else? Yeah, between Kelowna and Vernon. Okay, so what well, made you make the move to Valley First? Well, you know the credit union culture is just so it's just night and day from from the big bank world. Right. Um, mainly that, yeah. Interesting. overall a, a happier place to be <laughs> so what what i'm curious what attracted you to banking to begin with so if you go back to sort of your first role like you out of school like what what got you into the banking world yeah uh funny story so i went to um uh ubc okanagan and i have my bachelor of arts degree and the the intention was to go on to become a teacher. And the year that I graduated with my Bachelor of Arts was the year that UBC Okanagan took over what was previous Okanagan University College. So with any merger or acquisition, there's hiccups and glitches. And anyway, my my application seemed to have been lost for the the post oh the God. post degree program to be to do the teaching side of things. Yeah. So I was forced to take a year off school. So I thought, well, if I'm going to take a year off school, I may as well find something that's, you know, pays a little bit better than, 
your typical service job. Yeah. So um, I started as a teller at the bank and didn't hate it. And they seemed to like me and we just kind of <laughs> kept going from there. Interesting. So are you, were you born and raised in the Okanagan? Like are you? No, I'm a Kootenai girl. Yeah. So I was actually born and raised in Trail and moved to the Okanagan back in 2003 for university. That's funny. We have a lot or yeah, not as much anymore, but used to have a lot of family in trail, Italian family. Okay. Yes. A lot yeah. of summers in trail and yeah. For sure. Big Steve Italian Mike. community there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, so I'm curious right now. So your your role is wealth advisor. So what does that entail? Like what does that mean? What do you how do you work with your members? Yeah. So so basically helping them establish and, and build their wealth and make sure their wealth is is protected and ensuring that they have have that their wealth will sustain them and last throughout their retirement in order to meet their their financial goals and, and have you have you been in the wealth advisor role the, your whole time at valley first or have you did you start Correct. yes yep yeah oh, interesting. Oh, interesting and you work out of the you, you mentioned Kelowna vernon area sort of that's where your most of your members that you work with Yes, up until earlier this month, I was based out of Vernon, um, okay. just recently relocated to Kelowna. Nice. So let's talk about the topic we're that we 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 mentioned. So we mentioned that people are looking into financial gifts right now. So why do you think that is? Why why is it something that that that's a a, a topic right now, a hot topic right now? Yeah, well, you know, to kind of circle back to our earlier conversation about what's on people's minds, you know, with inflation being high and interest rates being high and, you know, that the last a few years ago that the government put in the stress test to qualify for a mortgage and all those things are making it harder for young people to buy their first home or, you know, other large expenses like weddings and such. So, it's a lot of that where parents just want to help out their kids to give them give them a head start and um, that and then that's the main thing but you know we also see a little bit of misconception around well you know if I gift money before I die then I save all the all these estate fees and taxes and and hiccups that way interesting so, a bit of both sorry are most is most of the gifting you're seeing for like those larger purchases or events then like so if, like you said purchasing a house or is there other reasons why you're seeing why parents might be giving sort of uh, financial gifts yeah yeah that is one of the main ones is to purchase a large purchase like a home but also to I, we hear a lot of well you know especially more senior members right they want to see their kids enjoy the the their inheritance while they're still alive yeah so there's a lot of that and then the avoiding the concept the misconception that they think they're avoiding various costs when it comes to their state um yeah. those reasons as well we so, so, so that kind of leads to the next question is what are some of the common mistakes maybe people make when they when they're when it comes to gifting what do you what are some that you mentioned one of the misconceptions or what are some other common mistakes that they're making yeah well you know like I can say as a parent myself that I just I would do whatever to help my kids and make sure they are better off but 
what parents often, the, the mistake they often make is making sure that they themselves will be okay by gifting these funds. So they might think, you know, this 100,000 that they have lying around or 50,000 that they have lying around, like, oh, I still have lots of money and I have my pension and I'll get my government benefits and I'll be fine. We'll be fine to give, give this money to, to our child, but without having completed any kind of financial plan or retirement plan to make sure that they can actually afford to do that. So that's for sure one of the, the biggest mistakes. And then the kids have to give back to the parents. <laughs> Which, you know, is unlikely. <laughs> That's right. They've already spent so the money. We're seeing, you know, parents having to refinance homes or get a secured line of credit. And it's not so easy to qualify for those things when you are on retirement income and when interest rates are high. And so, so yeah, that's a common mistake that we see. And it's hard as a parent because you want to help your kids. I was going to say, there's an issue a balance between obviously helping your family. And, and I get the, the, fact that you want to actually see them enjoy it while you're still around yeah. but the other side is that life expectancy is longer like most people are living longer than they used to so you need to finance longer you need those dollars longer than you used to way back when right so right or they may not consider in their later years that they might need to need extra help they might need to live in assisted living or get an in-home nurse or something to that effect that's quite costly interesting so from um a person that's gifting or that someone's receiving it, what are some of the tax considerations that people need to be worried, like to worry about? Like, how does, how does that play into it? Yeah, well, lucky for us in Canada, we don't have any sort of gift tax or inheritance tax. So, you know, a parent can give their child money and there's no, there's no tax implications. However, in a, the rare circumstance where a parent gifts their child money to just invest that those funds, there can be what's called in income attribution rules that that come into play. So where so if, you know, I'm the parent, you're the child and I've gifted you some money and you go ahead and just invest it in, you know, any old investment account, any investment income that's earned could actually be attributed back to the parent. So it's 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 not common. It's not something we see a lot of, but never a bad idea to just chat with your accountant or a financial planner before, before doing something like that. So it's based on what the intended purpose of the gifting is for us. Or if, if, if you're, if a parent's gifting to a child for a down payment on a home, there's no tax implications, but if it's like, here's some money, go invest it, there potentially could be. There potentially could be. And there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of details and, and rules and, you know, it's, probably rare that it would ever happen but it is it is possible so just something to be mindful of do you know if there's a difference between if a parent like if you're if you're gifting to a spouse or a child versus like a friend or relatives or just do you know if there's distinction around that as well for sure so so there are there are rules so anyone that's not you know arm's length so to speak then those attribution rules would come into effect for sure Interesting. And there's no, from a, a gifting to a child, let's say for a house or whatever, there's no limit. Like you could literally no. buy a house. Sorry, just, just to clarify, gifting to a friend or, or other relative, Yeah. if the purpose, if the intention is to invest the funds. Right. Then, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If they're just gifting, like here, I want to help you out. Here's some money. Totally um, huh. Yeah. No, 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 no. The amount doesn't matter then. Nope. No, 
Interesting. What about, can someone gift like stocks or is it typically just cash or do you see people gifting, like, can you actually gift stocks and stuff like that security somehow as well? Yeah, you can. That gets really complicated when it comes to, <laughs> comes to taxes. So again, that's like a, please speak to your accountant before entertaining anything like that. Yeah. Interesting. So what about when it comes to sort of how does this tie into sort of estate planning considerations for, you know, specifically the parent? How do, like, how do you, how do you marry the, the two of those? Well, you know, every situation is unique in some, in some circumstances, you know, what we often, what I often see is, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they have three adult children. Two of the adult children are fine. They have great careers. They're, they're doing well for themselves, but one of the adult children has struggled and they want to help that child out. So, you know, then this comes into, well, we're not being equitable amongst all the kids, but how do we help out the child who needs help? So in situations like that, it's always recommended to, to chat with, with a lawyer and maybe draft up whether it's just, you know, making sure the will is really concise and clean and clear about, hey, this child's receiving their inheritance now and the other two will get theirs upon death. Or, you know, maybe in really tricky family situations where the dynamics are, are difficult or blended families, maybe perhaps a trust could be set up that really clearly defines, you know, source of funds and where they're going and who they belong to and, and that sort of thing. So when it comes to estate planning, you know, speaking with your advisor to make sure beneficiaries are, are up to date and things like RSPs and TFSAs are used to, um, are utilized for, for what they're intended for. Um, but then be that those are just sort of the basics with estate planning and then to go beyond definitely recommended to chat with a lawyer for those more unique situations. Interesting. So much to think about actually eh, when you're doing that, but so if you're, if you're a parent and you're thinking about doing this, what are some, like, what are the, the first few steps that someone should take when looking to give, you know, a financial gift to a family member? Yeah. Well, I think the first, the first step is to chat with your financial advisor okay. and, and even start with, can you afford to do this? Right. And then get into those finer details about, you know, what, what this would look like from an estate planning perspective and all of that. And then if, if, if warranted, you know, make a recommendation to chat with their lawyer or accountant. Right. Is but there first, a step, first step would be just chat with your financial advisor. Make sure that it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So if, if the answer is yes, is there other considerations someone should be making before doing it? Is there anything else that sort of you've seen that someone should be thinking about? Well, I kind of touched on this before, but you know, we will see people assume that, okay, they can give away their liquid cash to their kids and they assume that their home is going to be the source of their retirement income. Like they'll downsize one day or, you know, they have all this equity in their home that will be available for them if they should, they need to borrow against it. But it's, you know, there's so many rules in place now when it comes to borrowing money that just having equity in your home is in a lot of cases, just not enough. So yeah, it's, it really, it really just sitting down with a financial advisor just to talk about every possible scenario that could 
potentially come. Is there, is, do you have other people on your team that you bring into stuff like this or do you, um, obviously, you know, not the legal side, obviously, but if someone comes in, you, you've mentioned other professionals that people should be talking to. Do you bring other members? Like, do you, uh, do you, do you have access to estate planners and so forth with your, within your team to help your members? Yeah. So, so Valley First or First West Credit Union, we do have um, financial planners and wealth planning specialists that we work closely with to have conversations such as these when it comes to these more, more detailed long-term planning discussions. So we do have, have specialists that we can, that we can rely on to, to help with these conversations. Then there's also lending specialists that we can call in if it is more related to, well, if I need to borrow money down the road and, and that sort of thing, but yeah. So how, how often are you seeing this? Like it, it's, it's, you said, it's like at start, we said it's something that's been a little bit more of a topic. Now, are you seeing it happen more often than you did a year ago? Is it? it... Yep, for sure. Because um, if you follow the markets, you know that 2022 is a really, really difficult year for investments. Uh, really, unless you were sitting in cash, you were probably down in value. So a lot of parents, a lot of people are saying, well, I'm not earning anything on my investments right now. They're performing poorly. So I may as well just buy this or, or gift that, or, you know, because they just think like, okay, I'm down 10% or whatever the case is. And I'm going to be down 10% forever. So just cut my losses and give money to my kids. Interesting. Interesting. So if, if someone's listening and has maybe we haven't covered all the questions or they might have some other questions that, you know, specifically, or I haven't even thought of this, like it was a, a topic that, you know, sure parents gift kids, but I think it, it sounds like it's a lot more um, uh, common now for lack of a better word, but if they had other questions, what's the best way for them to reach out, learn more, you know, talk to somebody to at, at the team there at Valley first to learn more. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, walk into your local branch and ask to, to meet with a financial advisor or, you know, we have our, our contact center, the phone numbers on the website. I believe you may even be able to book a book an appointment with financial advisors directly online. So there's a lot of ways that that someone could could come in and reach out and, and get the answers that they're looking for. Awesome. Well, Safety, thank you so much for sharing some information. I think um, I learned something new today, so that's good. And if anyone has any specific questions about this, like like we said, reach out to uh, an advisor at Valley First. And if anyone wants to gift me money, Stacy can help figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but remember that, you know, I, I always say like these, these, there's bigger, there's bigger things to think about. That's, that's one thing sure. that's really important is that, yes, you want to help your family member oh your son oh your daughter oh whatever it may be but you, you got to take care of yourself as well and make sure that it fits within your overall plan and that's why the value of have working with people like a, a wealth advisor a financial advisor right so absolutely yeah well Stacey thank thanks so much for joining me today yes thank you so much for having me have a great day right. have a great rest of your day and for everyone else thank you for tuning into business matters thanks Stacey bye We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. 
Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.